Trading in futures products entails significant risk of loss, which must be understood prior to trading and may not be appropriate for all investors. Good morning, everybody. It is Tuesday, April 12th. 5:51 a.m. Central Time as I speak here. July corn futures up nine and a half cents at 7.68 and a quarter. December corn up 10 cents at 7.28. July soybeans up 17 and three quarters at 16.58 and a half. November beans up 12 cents at 14.97 and three quarters. July Chicago wheat up 35 and a quarter at 11.24 and a quarter. Last July Kansas City wheat up 32 and a quarter at 11.77 and three quarters. July spring wheat up 17 and a half at 11.58. If you guys are listening on the podcast, appreciate it. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. My goal is to get to 5,000 subscribers. We're only a couple hundred away. So uh, subscribe, like these videos, leave me a comment. If you guys need some additional information from me, uh, go to my website. It is www.standardgrain.com. Check out my premium subscription service. I send my premium subscribers a ton of information every single business day. My morning email has been going out before 6 a.m. Central every single day. That email includes all of my grain marketing recommendations, every overnight headline you need to be aware of, a ton of weather information. My daily subscriber-only videos are included as part of this package. I did a video yesterday regarding weather rallies. You know, it seems like in a lot of years, we'll have some sort of weather rally or crop scare event during May or June or into July. I went back through the last, I believe, 15 years of action in the December corn contract and uh, tried to identify, you know, how often do these weather rallies happen? How often do they turn into marketing opportunities? So if you guys would like to see this video, check out that premium deal. Sign up today. I'll send it out to you. It's 50 bucks a month. Cancel at any time. No other fee, no other obligation. We've got kind of a nasty start to the month of April here in regard to weather. You know, we're, we're thinking about planting corn, that sort of thing. And uh, the forecast is not really conducive to to that. We've already got a cold snap that has started over the northern plains. Temperatures running well below normal. They're going to see some snow, some heavy winds, all sort of na- all sorts of nasty stuff up there. And that those cold temperatures will work their way down into the Corn Belt by uh, Thursday or Friday this week. And there's going to be a stretch of a good seven to 10 days at least where temperatures pretty much across the Corn Belt are going to run 10 to 15 degrees below normal for at least a week. And they're going to be accompanied by some rain, especially in the eastern Corn Belt. You look at the uh, six to 10 day maps, temperatures here well below normal for the central and eastern parts of the Corn Belt. Um, Rainfall is kind of mixed in that six to 10 day period, wet in the east, drier in the west, eight to 14 days, still cold. So you're looking at a a very cold start to the month of April and a wet start for some areas as well. In regard to uh, winter wheat and the southern plains, really not much relief here for Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, Nebraska, Colorado over the next seven days. I do see a little bit of relief potentially in this morning's GFS run when you get out into next weekend, like April 23rd or so, but this is uh, not ideal in regard to conditions uh, for U.S. corn planting, uh, winter wheat, all of that stuff. Now, we did have our crop progress report out yesterday. Corn planting only 2% complete nationally. Uh, didn't change from last week. We're just 
slightly behind the the 3% average. So this is not a big deal yet. Um, You've got a lot of states that had no progress noted at all. No progress in Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Minnesota, South Dakota, North Dakota, Wisconsin, Michigan, Nebraska, or Ohio. No progress noted in those states. Texas is 64% done. Other states with noted progress included Kansas, Missouri, Tennessee, Kentucky, North Carolina, and Pennsylvania. But kind of a slower start here. It's, It's too early to sound the alarm and say we've got late planting or anything like that. But a slow start, and again, the weather not conducive uh, to corn planting just about anywhere. U.S. winter wheat conditions did improve last week. 32% good to excellent uh, improvement was noted in Kansas, Oklahoma, Colorado, and Nebraska. Still, even at 32%, you're 20% below the five-year average of 52%. So this winter wheat crop, despite the improvement, still really not in good shape at all. Ukrainian grain shipments have fallen sharply. Uh, We've known about this for a while, but we saw some more details here this week. The Ukrainian Grain Traders Union provided an update yesterday. They estimate that the country can only export 600,000 metric tons of grain and oil seeds per month. That's like a 90% decline from pre-invasion levels. The group believes that shipments could increase to 2 million metric tons per month, however. I'm not sure how exactly. Key ports are still blocked. Most of the grain being moved is being done via rail to the West. Uh, Prior to the invasion, almost everything was done by sea. That rail system, as I discussed last week, I think it's flawed and it's inefficient. Uh, When you get into these European countries like Poland or Romania, you get to those borders, the sizes of the actual track changes. uh, So it's not an efficient system for moving grain. It's really not meant to do that. U.S. exporters sold some more corn to China yesterday. This is the second sale, second large sale we've seen here uh, during the last couple of weeks. 40 million bushels of corn to China, uh, split between old crop and new crop, 27 million bushels for old crop and 13 for new crop. Uh, Again, we saw a similarly large sale of corn to China last week. Despite recent purchases, your total old crop corn commitments to China are like 40% behind last year's pace or more than that. So we're not anywhere near last year, but last year was a banner year, a record year in regard to shipments uh, to China. So we're not there, but, but we're looking a little bit better here after the last couple of weeks. Speaking of China, COVID cases in China are increasing, and and this is an issue that we've known about here for a week or so, maybe more than that. The U.S. State Department has ordered not all non-emergency staff and family members to leave Shanghai. Shanghai has 25 million people, and they've reported a big surge in COVID cases. Uh, So that spike raises concern in regard to demand for everything from crude oil to soybeans. Uh, Some people were looking at the sell-off in the crude oil market that we've seen recently and and blaming this China issue as being part of that. So is this just kind of like a one-off COVID event, or is this the beginning of a repeat of spring 2020? I'd probably go with the the former and say this is going to be more of a one-off deal. I just don't think you're going to see lockdowns here in the U.S. But you know what? Communist China could be a different deal. Um, we hope that that doesn't happen. It would be very bad for for a number of reasons uh, in regard to agriculture, you know, uh, demand for corn, soybeans, all that stuff. So that's a situation that bears watching, certainly. Soybean shipments improved last week. USDA's uh, export inspections report revealed that U.S. exporters shipped 766,000 metric tons um, last week. That print was up marginally on the on the week, but up 127% from the same week last year. Corn shipments were down marginally, but still pretty good at 1.4 million. Uh, wheat shipments okay at 411,000. The cattle market was... Um, 
mostly higher in live cattle and mixed in feeder cattle yesterday. No real cash trade to speak of. That feeder cattle index up above 156 now. In the outside markets, the U.S. dollar is higher up above that uh, $100 handle. Uh, the S&P's up three. The Dow's up nine. Pretty quiet in the stock market. Bonds off a little bit. Gold's up 10 bucks. Silver up. Crude oil is up $4 at 97.92. Big recovery there this morning. Everybody have a great day today. I'll talk to you guys same time tomorrow.